Hello, we're back. Um, I don't know where Barry is. Maybe he's with Scott. Um, But we got Jackson here back again. I know he's got a lot of exciting news. Um, I got Dominic. He's home from college. As usual, um, Adrian's in the background. Got Davey G and myself. Yo, yo, yo. Um, so I don't know. I don't know who we can do Dave's quiz to, but uh, I did have a quiz for Jackson. Oh, fire away! Um, and thanks for having me back. Yeah, well, you're welcome. We're glad to have you back. Uh, I thought we would do. Oh, we got Dominic here. Dominic, don't blurt out the answers because I know out of anybody, <laughs> you're going to know everything I'm going to ask. WNBA teams. Oh, this is going to be tough. Atlanta. Uh, I can tell you they're owned by Jamie Gertz. Ooh, really? Yeah, she uh, her, her husband owned uh, their minority share older, old holder. The Hawks. Dominic? Like, is it like the Firehawks or something like that? It's the Atlanta Dream. Oh. oh. Dreamy. I think Chicago, we thought, was. It's the sky. <laughs> it, it's the sky yeah i knew that one <laughs> connecticut suns <laughs> what the fuck give well that's that's an easy one because i'm a higgins son but yeah give we're gonna give jackson a chance okay um indiana i'm gonna say they don't have a wwa team hoosiers dominic uh i think they do uh pacers i don't know that's what the snaps snaps Fever! Oh. New York, oh. we know. We were supposed to know that by you know. snapping your hand through. Are I they based you out of Indianapolis? I assume so. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, New York, we know. Mm-hmm. And Washington. I know, Dominic, you should know this. Yeah, I should if I paid more attention. My city. Ah, uh, shit. Isn't it Mystics? Yes! So it's not D.C. That's the Seattle team. Is that what no, it is? No, it's the this is the DC team. It is it DC. Is? Yeah, because huh. remember that Washington Wizards, the NBA, Washington Mystics. Oh, okay. okay. All right, I've got six more. Dallas makes no stars sense. with a Z. <laughs> Dominic, owned by the network. <laughs> Let's do zebras. I don't know. Wings with a Z. No, oh, but damn. it should be. <laughs> Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. Los Angeles. But the WNBA title holders, the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah. <laughs> You're avoiding we're, the question. Moved on. Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, they are the Spark. Yes. Minnesota. Lynx. Yeah. That was the one I knew. Phoenix. Uh, Sun. Oh, okay. What? Soul. Related. It's Valley of the Sun. Mercury. Ah. And we, I think we knew the last one. Seattle? Well, I, I would have guessed that was Supersonics. The, no. the Lynx or Is the um, Mystics. But the Seattle Storm. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's so that's, that's the WNBA. Uh, we'll do a follow up quiz in a couple I, weeks. Yeah, I'll start studying more. Yeah, I got a I got a second one, well, but you, I'll save you, it for you. Guys do like, MLS uh, teams? Yeah. You know, they have like a new like women's hockey league that's like the. And like all I know is the Boston team always wins. They're like the Boston Breakers, I think they're named. Uh huh. They always win. How many teams are there? Two. There's six. <laughs> it's like the you know. But here's the thing with the NHL. The NHL had like six teams for like 50 years, so it's not. They're off to a good start, I'd say. Uh huh. Yeah. Hockey's not like. It's not like other professional sports. It's not as big. They haven't quit their day jobs, though, have they? They make like I think thirty thousand a year or something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that's a stretch. Yeah, it's probably a little bit much too. Because that sounds like more than the WNBA. I mean, I'm not that old, but like when I was a kid, Major League Baseball players still had like jobs in the winter. Mm-hmm. Like, because they weren't making a ton of money. Well, baseball is interesting because they they kind of a lot of them went back when it was especially when there was the strikes and they had the whole canceled season, and it's it's weird because uh, with Major League Baseball because it's very top heavy, unlike a lot of other sports because it's. There's a there's a lot less of a, like the NFL has like salary caps and they have limits and minimums yeah. and 
baseball's a lot more decentralized so some teams make way way less than others yeah i uh, so obviously we're based in cleveland and i think the indians are having uh, uh bally's is filing bankruptcy or their parent company is filing bankruptcy Guardians. and so yeah. for the i'm sorry the i'm gonna call them the indians um <laughs> so uh so but the money they're not getting from their baseball contract is uh 49 and a half million and mm. I think their payroll last year was thirty-eight million. That's a little, and they get they get uh, revenue sharing money yeah. as well from the salary tax. So they're breaking in like sixty-five million and spending seventy-five million on the on the field. And they have a stadium that was paid for by taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. uh, that is relatively full most of the time. Yeah, it's a little little concerning. Yeah. Well, it's it's it's. I I think like professional sports in the U.S. are very fascinating because you know in Europe. Uh, it's actually like competitive. Like if you're like, uh, you know, when the Browns went zero and sixteen, yeah, yeah, they get relegated. They yeah, you get, get moved to, down. Yeah, it, it, it's like in the United States, you can you there's actually an incentive to fail because then you can threaten to move and you can get more money and then you get the draft picks and all these types of things. I mean, look at like what's going to happen to Oakland. I think they're losing on purpose in Oakland. Uh, have you been to that stadium? I mean, it's trash. It's like literally like cats running around it and rats uh, yeah like the there are there are triple a stadiums that are much much nicer we're talking about but, oakland alameda county coliseum yeah, yeah. It, is, it is it is a hole yeah like it's i mean it's like it sketchy. looks like a shithole yeah but I'm sorry, Mrs. T. I just yeah. read a thing sorry. about she the. Uh, she won't listen. Joe's not here. <laughs> yeah, Joey's not here today. She's not listening. <laughs> I read a thing. The uh, Jaguars, um, which is a relatively new stadium, it's 20 yeah. years old. Yeah. Um, they have a rat infestation problem. <laughs> huh. That's a little frightening. That like the players complain about it. Yeah, sort like, of the rats in the laundry and <laughs> yeah. But you would think that, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not getting food there. On an off note. Does anyone know why uh, Dominic knows? I'm, I don't know why I'm even asking. Uh, why Disney World doesn't have mosquito infestations? Oh, didn't they have the whole thing where they like introduced a population that couldn't breed or something? So, they, so. well, no. What I read is that all the water in the uh, in the uh, park Okey-finoke. is is always moving, and mosquitoes don't only they like can't. still water. Yeah, and then all the structures are curved. So that there's no water anywhere that's still Seven. that's like hanging, huh. and then there's there's something it's else. They tremendous do. drainage. They spray a little bit of garlic that isn't noticeable to the human smell, but mosquitoes don't like it. Yeah, so very smart. Yeah, so that's why we have so many here because we have still water and um, we're not spraying garlic. D- did you see that image on Reddit of the alligator that was right outside of uh, the park that they were trying no. to push off? No. There were alligators there when we took you when you were little. Yeah. I I don't, I, I don't get why anyone wants to go to Florida. So, Jackson, I heard maybe you last time you said, or when we were talking, that you have exciting news. Is that true? Um, I don't know. I know. I mean, I'm very distracted today because I, I have to fly to New York early tomorrow morning, and it's sort of discombobulated our family trip that uh, we were all supposed to be taking together tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I heard about that. Um, so what is my exciting news? Because exciting know. is measured, you know, might be exciting to me, not to anybody else. Well, I mean, it's exciting to us because our lives are void of any entertainment value. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie I'm doing with Sean Whalen and Alan Ruck? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually was, I talked to Sean on the drive over. Um, and I'm having lunch with him on Friday. He's uh, uh, surprisingly, like, well, not surprisingly, he's a really, really... Uh, like nice guy, very easy to talk to. And um, yeah, this is his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote the script. Uh, the movie's called Crust. And, um, it, and it was interesting talking to him about the process of writing it. He had this idea of this. He, he was going through divorce uh, or had gone through divorce. And people are like, you should get a pet or something. And he's like, I can barely take care of myself. I'm not taking care of a pet. And so he had this idea of uh crust which is a he he in the movie he owns a laundromat and he just collects old socks and <laughs> that people leave behind and they end up in a pile and he uses them for uh things like blowing his nose and wiping his brow and other bodily fluids 
uh, I'll let your crusty. I'll let your imagination go with it. It's part of the film, and um, uh, through a, a like a little thing where he cries into the socks, uh, they they come to life and mm. uh, protect him. And when he was writing it, he he wrote it in my, he had people in mind for the different characters in the movie. And so it's gonna it's gonna have Felissa Rose as his ex wife. Rebecca Kennedy plays his love interest. Um, uh, Alan Rock plays he's a in the, in the movie. Uh, Sean's a former child star, and Alan Rock was the person that was in the show with him. And Alan Rock's trying to get him to come back and do a reunion show. And and he's got you know and Danny Robux is in it as his best friend. Um, I meant it. I play a loser that hangs out at the laundromat all the time, and I do very, very small loads of laundry um, <laughs> because I have no place else to go. Uh, so it's going to be a stretch for me. I'm, I'm going to, you know, see see what I can do. Um, but yeah, it's a really, it's like a really funny script, and uh, with like a a good heart. Like it, it, you know, there are scenes that you're just like, oh well, that, and then it's you know. The last, the third act uh, is. I can imagine the sock becomes unhappy. Is uh, well, you'll you'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, but the third act is not is not what you'll. It's not that's not what happens. Uh-huh. And um, I've that's already heard the the pitch for the sequel and uh, and and the the third installment. So hopefully it does really well. But with a great cast, it's got a you know it's got a leg up on a lot of indie films uh-huh. and. Yeah, and Sean's done a good job with Indiegogo and raising money for it, and there's lots of great perks available still. I, I don't know what the Indiegogo address is, but I'm sure if you type in crust, you can find it. Yeah, Indiegogo, Indiegogo spa, space Google crust Pick me up before in... I Indiegogo. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So they were both in Twister together, and they're making a Twister sequel. Did you know that they are? And I yes. would assume they're going to ask both of them to do something in it. They, I'm, I would assume so. Yes. Yeah. So that that can't hurt, right? Yeah. And uh, the thing I'm most excited about is uh, I'll get to spend some time with Alan, and I get to hear like how Succession ends before it actually <laughs> ends because I love that show. Adrian and he and he are good friends. She'll tell you about it later. All right. So yeah. which uh, which uh, which which rich guy is going to get all the money? You're going to have to let me know. I th- I mean. My my guess is that uh, the dad fucks all the kids. Like, he's not going to give them anything. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, but you never know. I haven't been watching it. I mean, I know what it's about. I just, I haven't, it, it passed me by, and then I, I, I can't catch up now. Yeah, so no. one of my favorite actors on the show, or just favorite actors, is uh, James Cromwell. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he's plays, amazing in everything. He's so good in everything. So I was out uh, in California in December um, playing golf at Pebble Beach, and we left, and we were going to a restaurant, and we're driving down the road, and there's a guy walking towards us, and I would have bet $1,000 it was James Cromwell. And uh, so I'm telling my friends who are driving, I'm in the back seat, and I was like, and we'd had a couple of couple of cocktails while we were golfing. That so surprises I'd... me from the little bit I know about you. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, I told him to pull over and I got out of the car and I was like, excuse me, Mr. Cromwell, would it be okay if I got my picture with you? And he goes, I don't know who the hell you think I am, but I'm just a regular Joe walking my dog. And I was like, well, if you don't want to get a picture, it's fine. I'm so sorry. And he goes, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. And he was very agitated. And so my friends are in the car. They're laughing hysterically. <laughs> I get back in the car and I quickly Google like, where does James Cromwell live? And its bio comes up, and he's six foot seven, and the guy that I got out of the car to talk to was maybe five ten. <laughs> so it was absolutely, positively not James Cromwell, and uh, I felt really stupid. Well, my brother has a story, and this is his big story: is that he's always thinking people are people that they're not. So like he and his and my sister in law were somewhere, and he he's a big Southside Johnny fan, and he's like, oh my god, Southside Johnny's over there gotta go talk to him oh my god blah 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 blah. and of course he goes over and it's not Southside Johnny <laughs> he built all this up about it so when we were we went to North Carolina with them I was like whenever we went somewhere I was like let's look for people who might be other people <laughs> and just like always a fun game to play yeah so we were like I was like we could and we were like in this bar and like nobody looks like anybody 
And then we were just like, well, if we mesh those two guys together, they might look like Julian Edelman from Patriots. So, oh, look, it's Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, buddy. Hey, Barry. How are you? Here, you you can share. You can take Dominic and Dominic will share with me. What's up, Barry? Did you start St. Patrick's Day early? <laughs> Are you punching people? I had a busy day at work. I ran into work issues right yeah. before I left. Ah, uh, sorry. Hey, Dad, I actually kind of have an opposite story. Oh, yeah? Well, sit on down. And... So, uh, if, how many of you guys are familiar with NASA? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, you... Can you explain for our listeners what NASA is? <laughs> uh, okay, but how many people are you familiar with people that run NASA? No, no. Okay. So the administrator of NASA is the former f- senator from Florida, Bill Nelson. He lost uh, an election in 2018, and when you know Joe Biden won and the Democrats took over, he was appointed NASA administrator. Now, you know, one thing is I, I fly into DCA a lot because I go to Georgetown. And uh, so I'm in Cleveland flying to DCA. I think, it's the, I think it's the time I'm flying back after winter break. And I see a guy... And I could, I'm like, this guy can't be Bill Nelson. He has to be like a lookalike. And I'm just like waiting and waiting. And I like wait like 30 minutes. And then I just eventually just decide to look the guy up on Wikipedia. Cause I'm like, this guy is not like, he's, he's like, there's like, and then I see, I see a, a NASA like folder in his hands. Kind of a giveaway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, good I, possibility. So that's how I met the administrator of NASA. And I say, yo, uh, are you Bill Nelson? And the guy is really, because here's the thing. Like, as I said, nobody really knows who he's surprised runs. that somebody recognizes <laughs> yes. him, right? He's uh-huh. like, he's like. I, so he's like, security. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. Pat this guy down. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> and I, I, I felt really bad. And then he's like, uh, I'm like, I just have a photographic memory. I saw your picture once. I'm not even kidding. If he was sitting at this table, I wouldn't know. Yeah. All right. That was a great story, Dominic. Although I've heard it before. (laughs) Barry, we're so glad you're here. Good to see you, buddy. I was on a plane two times with famous people. Does anybody want to hear about that? I do. Once I was on a plane with Vince Gill. And okay. I, That's a fine guitar player he, right there. He's an excellent guitar player. I sat in the Nashville airport, and he was sitting in the seat right behind me, and I never talked to him, and then he was on my flight. Hmm. I, I never did talk to him, but he was on my flight. Oh, I, I just thought of a third time. J.J. Walker, I think I told you guys this story before. J.J. Oh. Walker was sitting in the seat in front of me on a flight from Vegas to Cleveland. I guess he has family here or something. That's sounds Sounds... And I, the part of the interesting part of the story is he literally had his belongings in a garbage bag <laughs> and he was dressed. I'm not exaggerating in rags. Wow. I mean, his clothes. Poor JJ. So, yeah, I got one. Um, I got one more. Oh, OK. I'm sorry. No, no. Tell it. I flew from uh, Gatwick to Belfast. And Ian Paisley was on my flight. And I know you guys don't know who Ian Paisley is. I don't blame you. I know who Ian Pace is. Yeah, different guy. Okay. Not Brad Paisley, but Ian Paisley. He was the for, former first minister of Northern Ireland. So you, do you have oh. a similar story like that? Well, Are you Ian Paisley? And he was <laughs> I like, did not talk security. To him. I did not talk to him. I, he was famous at the time because it was uh, right after uh, a historic agreement in Northern Ireland, and he was nice. part of that. I'm glad that you brought up Ireland, but first my story. <laughs> so I was flying out to uh, to California with my buddy Eric, like I think right out of college, and he was reading a book on rock and roll because he's the same kind of geek that I am. And um, the the stewardess, uh, I almost said waitress, the flight attendant sees his book and she says, "Oh, Fabian's on this flight. Do you want his autograph?" He's like. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabian, for those who don't know, is like a 50s bubblegum guy. Um, and so she took the book to Fabian to autograph, and he autographs the page that talks about him and brings the book back to Eric, and we're reading what it says about Fabian because he hadn't gotten there yet. And it was talking about what a joke he is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt pretty bad for the guy. You know how I know that story's true? Because you've told it before. 
Have I? Yes, you have. And I, no. I, I, that's how I know for sure. I repeat true. when I myself <laughs> went understressed. I repeat myself when understressed. I, I once uh, was at the Atlanta airport and, and Kenny G was there. And the sad part was no one cared that Kenny G was there. It I was so that, sad. That, that sounds right. And he's, you know, and he's fairly well known. And I think he has his, his niche. And, and he's right. And he's supposed to be a super nice yeah. guy. No Kenny one G, bothered but, him at yeah, all. I've heard that too. Yeah. Supposed to be a really nice guy. To the point where I was like, is he going to start going up to people and be like, you want my autograph? <laughs> you want me to play for you? Frizzy haired Jewish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was player. no, it was definitely, him. there's Jewish? no mistaking him. All right. I have two more Kenny stories, Goldstein? but I'll let you pick which one. Uh, Sandra Bullock or Michael Shannon? Oh, definitely Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. I think we all love Sandy. Okay. So uh, I'm at the Omni in Atlanta, and I'm sitting there with a buddy of mine, and uh, Sandra Bullock is sitting, I don't know, five tables away by herself, reading glasses on, it, looking at something, taking some notes, just looked very busy. And um, so my, my buddy's a, he's not a movie guy, and... Uh, he uh we're, we're talking and we used to do this thing like a ten dollar bet where you would bet somebody 10 bucks and they had to do whatever the bet was uh some great examples were and this is actually from a tv show that used to be on um uh we would go to a restaurant and i would have to order only saying the words burger me <laughs> so whatever the server would say i would just reply burger me and then she's like how do you want that uh, burger me um, it's a, it's a great fun game to play. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? And she'll be like, I, let me guess, burger me. <laughs> I'd be like, and I would just smile and, um, uh, so it was a fun, she and clearly then, knew it was a bet. And then another, another example of this was, uh, he bet me $10. He was fixing me up with his wife's best friend on a blind date. And he, he bet me, burger me. He said he bet me ten dollars. <laughs> I couldn't make five Happy Days references uh, in the first half hour of the date. So we're all sitting down to dinner, and somebody says something. I was like, "Oh my god, that reminds me of the time that Ralph Mouth and just and I just kept doing it. How many teeny weeny <laughs> drinks do you want? <laughs> it was it was painfully obvious what I was doing. I still but, got it fine. <laughs> so all right, so we're at the we're we're at and this now bar. We're married. <laughs> so um. Uh, so we're, we're at this like lounge at the Omni and I tell my buddy, I was like, uh, oh, and he's happily married and he was married at the time. I said, I'll give you $10 if you go over and try and get that girl's phone number. And he's like, dude, I can't, I go, I'm not telling you to try and get to the room. Just see if you can get her phone number. And he walks over, sits down, introduces himself. They talk for 15 minutes. He comes back. He's like, I didn't get her number, but like, she's super nice. Her name's Sandy. Uh, she's here for work. And he's telling me the whole thing. And I was like, dude, do you know who that is? And he was like, yeah, that's Sandy. I just talked to her. I was like, that's Sandra Bullock. And he goes, I don't think so. And I go, it, it's 100% Sandra Bullock. And he's like, yeah, she was talking about a movie. I, that, I think that is Sandra Bullock. And then she got up to leave. And I was like, I was like, Miss Bullock, thank you so much for talking to my friend. Uh, he doesn't get to talk to girls very often. And she's like, no, he's very nice. And walked right past and oh, it was 100% her. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and he was completely oblivious while he was talking to her. That's, pr that's probably that why story. he had such a good conversation with her because, you know, he was too. oblivious. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the Michael Shannon one, real quick, uh, I was on a flight uh, back from LA to Cleveland. And in first class, and I see Michael Shannon, he's one of my favorite actors, and I'm across the aisle from him, and then a husband and wife get on, and they're like, hey, would it be okay if we sat together? And Michael Shannon never looked up. I was like, yeah, of course. So I switched seats to sit next to him. And um, so, like, plane takes off. I don't say a word. We're like, you know, it's a, it's a five-hour flight, it's a, and, and it's during the day, so it's not like, you know, not like a red eye. And he's, you know, he's doing stuff, but not really doing anything in particular, taking a nap. He's up. We're eating. And I was like, look, I, you know, like I'm a huge movie fan. I love your work. If you don't want to talk, I completely get it. I hate talking to people on planes, but like I have like 50 questions for you. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, no, fire away. Oh, and that's nice. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, so you're like as a gifted actor, when you're on set for a movie like Bug and you're working with Harry Connick Jr., who is a singer, not an actor, and, you know, whatever Judd's sister it was or one of the mm -hmm. Judds, yeah. who's also like really an actress. Nice uh, Judds. And um, so uh, I was like, I was like, is that like painful for you? Is it really difficult? And at this point, I'd never been on a movie set, didn't know anything I was like. And uh, and he goes, he goes, no, he's like, you know. 
Like they're nice, fucking no talent, but <laughs> nice. And we, I literally like went through like 10 movies. Oh, that guy fucking no talent. That's a no talent piece of shit. I don't know how he gets work. And he was so open and so honest and direct. And like, you know, like you, you know, in the industry, like, oh no, I think your movie's great. And yeah, right. it like makes your eyes bleed trying to watch it. So you'll and, tell us off, off air who the no talent people were right harry connick jr okay. whatever judd it was yeah. yes right. he went on and on and then uh we i mentioned steve buscemi and he's like the most gifted most talented went on and on about oh, him yeah. and just was like back and forth would it was either beyond praise or it was, it was always the same words fucking no talent <laughs> no talent piece of shit oh that fucking no talent piece of shit you're like wow this is amazing he's like you're not gonna say anything i go who who am i gonna say something to well, right, you know, it's like eight years, ten years later. Us. So I gotta say, I'm gonna feel a little less about, a uh, little less bad about offending Mrs. Turner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that is the problem with this industry, and especially around here, is like no one will give you honest mm, uh, opinions because everybody's movie's the best, everybody's the best actor, everybody's this. Meanwhile, I'm out there. Like today, I just posted. I'm like, P.S. It's cast, not casted. <laughs> you're a fucking director or a writer or an actor you're not you didn't get casted in anything or you're not recasted the role like cast I, is both present and past tense and, and then uh, this person won't listen to this there's someone who just posted here's another one that bugs me posted a character breakdown you know you can figure out what character breakdown is you, you list the parts and then you give a description joe uh cool guy you know, Amy, teenager, uh, and then it's one a lot of them to was, go on. has three denim dresses. Was the description for this girl, <laughs> and denim was spelled D E N M, no D E N N I M. Yeah, <laughs> two N's. That this was the writer of the of the piece. Wow, like what the fuck? Or and and, and before that was posted, they had posted uh, casting crew and or. You know, casting crew and uh, and actors for my next movie. No description. No, if it's paid. No, this. No, that. And then people are asking. I think we're going to need a little more information <laughs> than than that. It it's is. Uh, so the one thing that I find fascinating about the whole industry is how just oblivious people are to anything business related. Mm -hmm. And like they really don't understand anything that has to do with business. And, you know, where, where even things like, like you need a line producer to help you manage your expenses. They're like, well, well, what are they going to do? Uh, they say no. Like when people have really dumb requests, they say no. And then they write checks and where, you know, I've been on sets where they're like, you know, I think that's going to cost $10,000. Be like, okay, I just Googled it. It's 1300. Mm -hmm. And and they're and if if no one says anything, they will give somebody ten thousand dollars, like to bring that back. And it, they're oblivious to any of the finances, any of the industry business it's aspects. Insane. And 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 then when you get to distribution, it's even worse. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. Yeah, I'll give you one more that bugs me. Uh, I I'll uh, I'm reply to it. That things bother you. Yeah, I'm just, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll uh, reply to a, somebody who's looking for an actor, whatever it might be, on, on one of the acting sites and get immediately get back. Tell me a little bit about why you're interested in this part. So I got an, I got one the other day and I just had enough with them. Uh, usually I just don't reply. They want you to videotape why you're interested. So I did this time and I was just like, well, I'm interested because I'm an actor and uh, I get paid to act. And unlike other jobs, our job is weird. We're employed for two weeks, and then we're out of work again, and we're looking for our next job. And frankly, you haven't given much of a breakdown of what the role is or what the whole movie is. So I don't know beyond that what you're looking for. If you're looking for someone to memorize your lines and then mimic what they've seen on a TV show or a movie, I'm probably not interested. If you're interested in someone who's going to collaborate you and take direction from you and possibly, you know, ask questions about his character, then maybe you'll give me a call. And I did not get a call back. Oddly enough. <laughs>
But I mean, it, it'd be like going to McDonald's. Why do you want this job? Well, I need the money. Yeah. I <laughs> right? guess I get a similar yeah. story to that. I got, I got a job offer and, uh, no, I'm sorry. This was the interview for the job and they, and I didn't know anything about, I knew where the business was and I knew like the job title and that's about it. I didn't know anything that was going on inside the building. Like, I, cause that's a big part of what I do, like understanding the technology that's in the, in the building. So I had no, they didn't talk about any of that. They didn't list any of that. And the president of the company, he asked me in the interview, he goes, how long do you think it, it's going to take you to get things like short up and working correctly? And I said, two months. And he goes, wow, that sounds like a long time. And I go, yeah, just keep in mind, I have no idea about what's going on. <laughs> so I'm just taking a wild guess. And he goes, yeah, fair enough. And I, I got that job. <laughs> That's funny. Say, similar to what I yeah. did. I only brought that up because it's similar to what you you, you, you did. Yeah. Oh, I, and I'll give one more. So I, I auditioned Friday night for something. They wanted the monologue, which I hate doing monologues. I just think that it's, you know, Okay, we're doing a comedic short, so we want a comedic monologue. I videotape myself arguing with my wife. <laughs> it looks so authentic. I've made up stuff, like just off the fly, just me talking. This is my monologue. Well, I was going to do that, sort of. Um, and then I re- the day before, they said, just remember, we want something from a recognizable TV or movie. I was like, fuck. So I got I did something from Clerks. And so I, I do this monologue, and I, I can see they're laughing. And first of all, the lady who's the directing it the monologue was about the cigarette industry and how terrible it is and i'm starting to do my monologue and kid you not she pulls out a cigarette and starts smoking and then i i finish and she goes wow i felt sort of bad as i was listening to your monologue because here i am smoking and i was like no it was fine and i'm like uh, you know you didn't throw me off my game they're like we we like you would you we're gonna send you over a script you available in three hours this was all on zoom uh, for a callback. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I like it. So I spent the next three hours really working these two pages and figuring out how I was going to do it and get back on. And, you know, I have it all in my head and do the first read. And the guy I'm reading off of who must, he might be, I don't know, he's got to be a producer or someone on, on it. Uh, he's laughing and laughing. And then she gives me notes and I do it different. Uh, she gives some background, which I mean, this was all good stuff, like right. w- w- the way you should do things. An actual audition, and they laugh again. And then she says, "Would you like to do your own way now?" And I said, "Well, the first take was really my own way because I had limited idea of who the character's background was. And when you gave it to me, the second take was for you. So there's no need for me to do a third take. So, and I, I told us, I, I Adrian, it went well. You know, I felt good about it. Get up Monday morning." See the same fucking role posted online again. Ah. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, really? It was, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyways. Dave, you got something for Barry, I heard? I do have some stuff for Barry because it is almost St. Barry's Day. <laughs> so uh, I, I brought some. Uh, it's going to be part quiz and part fun facts. Oh, great. I love I know it. Everybody loves fun facts. Um, okay, Bear, so... We're what, diving right in. We're diving right in. All right. What is the... Uh, what percentage of the Irish population is Roman Catholic? Uh, give or take 3%. Oh, wow. Not You're not talking about Northern Ireland. You're talking about the... It, just says, I, it just says Ireland. Oh. Because that... I mean, if you're including the Republic and Northern Ireland, that's probably a different number i know it's 50 50 roughly in northern ireland okay but i don't think it's it's not even close to that in the republic okay it's almost all catholic so well then it's distinctly possible that uh where i got my facts is full of shit (laughs) (laughs) well anybody else want to take a guess was it wikipedia uh no it was uh senior google okay uh what percentage are roman catholic what percentage of the population of ireland is roman catholic i'm gonna say it's a very low number okay i'm gonna say three percent okay i'm gonna say seven okay ag you want to take a guess did you come up with the number bear i'm gonna assume they're talking about the entire country like the republic okay so i'm gonna guess uh probably uh 60 Okay, you are the winner, but you're wrong. <laughs> if if you can trust Senior Google, 
Uh-huh. Over 90% of the population of Ireland is Roman Catholic. Okay. Wow. If somebody wants to call bullshit, that's, that's the, okay with that's me. That's definitely the Republic. Okay. According to the 2016 census, approximately 78.3% of the population of Ireland identifies as Roman Catholic. Oh. But that was but 2016. That was, yeah. So okay. in seven years, Roman Catholics have a lot of kids. Yeah. And, right, and they've killed Because they can only have sex if they have kids. So that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Fair enough. Moving right along. Here is a fun fact. The golf links in County Mayo were made by hand. The farmers actually used rakes and other tools to carve these links out in 1987 to 1993. Hmm. Handmade. Wow. Fun fact. That was a fun fact. Got it. That's what I just thought. That was a fact. How are most golf courses made? Aren't they made by man? Um, They're natural? No, I would assume that they're made with lawnmowers and uh, back chemicals. But aren't golf courses really old? Um, well, apparently this was, not. This was 1987 and 1993. How so was Glen Eagles? It's not made. as old as you. Oh, I know. With the taxpayers' hard-earned money. <laughs> it was nice. a, hey, yo. <laughs> All right. I was going to guess a team of little people. <laughs> All right. Would anybody like to take a guess at how many known snakes there are living in Ireland? Human or just reptilian? Like, like or, known or like human reptilians. No, 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 not not identified or just by breeds. Name. Just how? No, just how many snakes are there? There's supposed to be zero because of St. Patrick. Okay. Anybody else? How many snakes? How many snakes? Too many snakes. Too many snakes. I'm gonna say thirty-five. Thirty-five <laughs> snakes in the whole country. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go with zero. Yeah. Okay, I've... you gentlemen are correct. Yeah. There are no known living snakes. In Ireland. Because of St. Patrick. Speaking of, yeah. did, did anyone see the Snoop Dogg uh, narrating a documentary with the snakes? Uh-uh. Yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, uh, look at those motherfucking snakes. You know they're up to no good. Look at them. <laughs> yeah. Ganging up on those. <laughs> Where can so I funny. see this thing? He did a bunch. Uh, YouTube? I just, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he did a bunch of them. But that, <laughs> they're hilarious. They're really, really funny. Awesome. All right. Um, what is the national emblem of the country? I would assume a shillelagh or a little person with. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Lucky from Lucky Charms. That's it. No, it's a harp. Uh, okay. Anybody else? I'm going to say a He's, harp. He okay. sounds very confident. He was confident. The national emblem of the country is the Celtic harp or the Celtic harp, if you prefer. Celtic. Not the shamrock, as many believe. Mm. Mm, no, obviously not the shamrock. Yeah. Okay. As an extra, racist. an extra bit, <laughs> bit of trivia, no other country in the world has a musical instrument for their national emblem. Huh. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is a fun fact you will all enjoy, I'm sure. The Irish learned how to distill spirits from monks that came to Ireland during the 7th century. This led to centuries later there being more than 400 different brands of Irish whiskey being exported to the United States. Wow. That is a fun fact. Fun fact, indeed. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's not fun. Dave, your reading has been impeccable today. Thank on you. All your stuff. That's because that's because I haven't been uh, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> last time I was last time I had had a cocktail. Thank you for that. It was delicious. And uh, yeah, I couldn't read for shit. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Um, some Irish people believe that only St. Patrick will judge them on Judgment Day, while Christ will judge the people from the rest of the world. <laughs> I wonder who's going to judge me. That sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Maybe. What, what are the criteria? Does St. Patrick have a different criteria? Uh, I, I think it'd be I harder. I think he's Is a little it, sympathetic. He's more sympathetic. At, at, but only if you're right. Catholic. So yeah. you're saying Christ is unsympathetic. Less so. Less so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Difficult. Well, certainly. Bit of a stick in, in the mud. Certainly in the majority of the country's thinking of what Christ is, he is unsympathetic. Yeah. Less. Maybe not, maybe not, the, maybe not the majority of the country. Sorry for those of you that I pissed off. Supply side <laughs> Jesus. He don't, he don't, doesn't GAF. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the percentage of cell phones to people in the country of Ireland? Oh, God. Mm. Cell phones to people. Send cell phones to people. I'm going to say they don't use cell phones a lot. They just yell at each other. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 10%. Like a drunken unicorn? Yeah. Hey, get oh, over no, here! Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Acting. 
<laughs> you like that? You see, <laughs> just I, busted the accent. Hey, out. If anybody needs a, a accent person for uh, an Irish accent, like uh, you're gonna do the departed too. Uh, yeah, you got me right here. Anybody else have any any guess? Ratio? Ratio. I'm, I'm making up. I don't know the ratio, but that's okay. You told me the ratio. Oh, so you don't have the answer. We're that's just going to guess, and I'm then gonna, you'll yes. tell us. That is 100% accurate. All right. I'm going to say 94%. Okay. I was thinking like 85 or something like that. Okay. AG? I think it's 94. Adrian okay. says 94 there are more cell phones in the country of Ireland there than there are people. Crazy. Wow. Awesome. That, is that because I'm going to say there were, one there were to two. tents outside of gas stations giving away free cell phones for like eight years. <laughs> okay. I think Obama retired to Ireland and, and just gave away a free cell phones for everybody. <laughs> you know what? Is it because the Obama all, phone? Is it because they're all criminals and they need burner phones? Probably. Mm. Uh, that's racist. I saw that on Breaking Bad. <laughs> Saul was. Oh, maybe it was better call Saul. All those cell phones. Oh, come on. Saul had the best collection of cell phones. That was, yeah. He would open the drawer up, look through them. They're all flip phones. No offense, Barry, but isn't it an island? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Australia. Australia. That's how all lawyers work. Yeah. That's how I work. Okay. Uh, Barry. Yes. What is St. Patrick's true name? I don't remember. Anybody? I think he's Italian because he came from the Vatican, I think. But I don't know. Patricio something. Okay. I am going to try and read this, and then I'm going to give it to the Irish person to read correctly. Wait, I want to guess first. Okay. Seamus. Patty O'Patterson. <laughs> Patrick, uh, what? Michael Fitzpatrick? <laughs> Patty McPatty face. <laughs> okay. Uh, it appears to me to be Maywin Sukat. What? It's the second bottom line. May win Sukkot. May win Sukkot. So is he Jewish? No, that's Sukkot. Oh, Sukkot. That looks uh, Welsh, that Maybe. name. Can uh, you pronounce it? It's it's not an Irish name, so no, I, I, oh, I okay. haven't a clue, yeah. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, the last fun fact, Cedric Gibbons designed the Oscar trophy that's given out for the Academy Awards. He was born in 1823 in Dublin. Awesome. Oh, wow. That concludes today's episode of Useless Irish Facts. I appreciate that, Dave. And what is with the Oscar? Who is that supposed to be? What is it supposed to represent? Doesn't say. Yeah. It's just some dude, right? Yeah. Naked dude. Pulled my but glove, the guy right? was born in 1823. Let's say in the 1800s, people didn't live that long. And when did the, the Oscars Oscar begin? Start? Like 1925? I don't know. Should we ask Siri? Um, I, I'd be curious. Hey, Siri, what year were the Oscars first given out? 1914. Here's an answer from ThoughtCo.com. The very first Academy Awards ceremony was held on May 16th, 1929 oh, at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. He had to be dead by then. Yeah, I'm sus of that fact. The kid, that's short for suspicious. Uh, we'll have our in <laughs> intern. Can you check out that fact for us? Thanks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into that. <laughs> okay, that's all I got for for Irish that was good. stuff today. Oh, that's good, Barry. How many people do you think you'll beat up on St. Patrick's Day? Hopefully none. How many will make you angry though? Probably several. all. <laughs> several. When do you start cocktailing on St. Patrick's Day? Well, what, it's on a Saturday, I think, this year. Friday. Friday. It's a Friday. Even yeah. better. Wow. Um, I might take that day off. When is it? Next Friday? Yeah, next Friday. Yeah, I might Next take Friday. that day off. It's the oh. 17th, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, Cedric Gibbons designed the Oscar statue in 1928. Wow. So he was 105? Oh. When, when was he born, intern? So that was the year before the first Oscars? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it says he was born in 1823. But Come I'm, up with something nondescript, Cedric. Something that of, makes no sense. A lot not, of sculptors not, live to be 105. Nothing with a film reel or, uh, you know, have to do with a camera or anything no like that. No stress, right? Just have a guy. Just a dude. Like, yeah. Make it look like Yul Brenner. Cedric. <laughs> oh, he's born in 1893. Oh, so mm. there. Oh, maybe it's a typo. It might be a typo. 1823. Okay. It's okay. We'll just edit it. Sorry, Senior Google. You screwed me <laughs> again. All right, so when do you have your first cocktail? <clears throat> I mean... If you're off work. When I was younger, I would start early in the morning. Yeah, kegs and eggs? Yeah, like... Wake and bake? 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, something yeah. like that. But not not anymore, because I usually have to work and stuff. This, so, 
And this year, I'll probably unless somebody else has a great idea what to do, I'll probably just go to work. I come home, maybe watch Bermuda Island starring Jackson Everest, now available on Amazon Prime. That's a great idea. <laughs> Use code Blindside for twenty percent off that rental. Bermuda Island. Okay. Now Dave's gonna watch it. Yeah. And then we're gonna give you honest feedback. I would. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, uh, don't maybe. want that. <laughs> Speaking of honest I, feedback. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I wrote, I started to write the St. Joe song. Uh-huh. And I got a verse and a chorus, right? So I want to get some honest feedback. Ooh. Oh, all right. Do you need this? Uh, no. Okay. Hold down the Bluetooth button and I'll see what I can do. And Well, talk. it's a new board, so. Even better. Um, it's a very fancy board. It's got lots of pretty colors. I, I particularly the, like. The you might be shot. able to just. It might automatically, if you go to Bluetooth, it might show up. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you know. Uh, There's no Bluetooth button. Nope. Bluetooth we should drop is, a commercial break in here. I think they sent you the one that doesn't have Bluetooth. No, it's got Bluetooth. I checked. In fact, we almost had a special guest who was going to call in, and one of the features of this board is that it's supposed to be really good with phone calls now. Yep. Yeah, she will call fancy. in. I don't see no yeah, button. it does. It has blue teeth. Hold on. Blue teeth. Blue teeth. <laughs> I have a brown tooth. Uh, it might be on there. Won't take color. Do you see it? Hey, folks. Here we go. Barry's connecting to Bluetooth. Just give him a minute. Here he comes. He's coming over. We'll edit this yeah, it shows post. up right here. I got it. Broadcast it, Pro 2. Yeah. Show. Did the thing that makes it show up. Oh. Good we got an engineer here. Okay, we're good. Not the engineer that was involved with Norfolk Southern, though. Yeah, not a train (laughs) driving engineer. (laughs) All right. Now you're connected. Okay. So I used the the chat GPT lyrics, the originals. Oh, good. Joe wants to rewrite the original chat GPT. He wants to collaborate with chat GPT. Yeah. Right. So before you play, I'd like to get a little background here. Was this discussed last week and yes. it hasn't been aired yet? Yes. Okay. It has not been aired yet. So okay. really? So yeah. you guys are going to we're so far ahead. Yeah, we're far ahead. We're what, way in the it's I had chat, 20, chat 2025, GPT right? write a song about Joe the Saint. Nice. And we read the lyrics last week. We're in the future. Yeah, I we're in the future. Looking forward to that. <laughs> No wonder I've been talking to you th- things you haven't heard yet because, yeah, Mama T was upset last week. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to play it. Yeah. And I want some honest feedback. I know Andy's not going to like it because it's not punk rock. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So you just go ahead and tell me, listen, I don't care for that. I, you know what? I, I, the, the old theme song for Blindsided, it's still, I still sing it sometimes. <laughs> Blindsided. I, I enjoyed that. Okay, here we go. Turn it up. You might have to turn up on your phone. It's up, it's up as far as it goes. Uh-huh. In the land of blues and sea, there was a man who took control. Joe Turner was his name. He played with passion, never tamed. Joe Turner, saint of the south. His guitar only could be found. He touched our hearts with every chord. His music lifted us and we adored. That's it. Wow. Nice. It's good. It reminds me of you too. You need to. You need that to. Was yeah, what I thought. You need to uh, bring up the vocals in the mix. Yeah, I agree. A little I, hard. To I need understand. to re-record the vocals. That was really rough. It sounded it sounded much better to me last night than it did today. Were you drinking? I was tired. That's about the only excuse I got. Okay. You got it done though. Yeah. So just in time. I got two I, weeks from now. Yeah. So those drums were just uh, like typed in, um, and. But I'm going to actually have a real drummer record the, the drum nice. part, too. I think that might be your first hit single I know, for Charlie Bravo. 
Yeah. It sounded like if if Brian Adams and Bono had, had a baby. Son, That's yeah. what it sounded like to me. That son would have glorious hair, but a lot of pockmarks. <laughs> Poor guy. Yep. We love you, Brian Adams. <laughs> love you, brother. This is one of my first concerts. Oh, Brian yeah. Adams and the Hooters. I saw Brian Adams open up for Journey at the uh, Cleveland Coliseum or the Richfield Coliseum. I, I went I've to college with the Hooters. Did you? Yeah. They they had they put on a great show. They're, they're I a believe really that. Fun they're fun. Yeah. 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 I knew these girls in college that were like the biggest Hooters. Hooters fans in the whole world. And they followed them all over there. They probably they knew them by name. Like they were on a first name basis with them. They loved those guys. Yeah. yeah. Are they from Philly? They're from Philly. Yeah. They yeah. used to play at the uh, at the that's where they got their name. The Hooter. They play at the Owl on Temple University's campus in the uh, oh, mid eighties. Cool. Yeah. Where'd you go? Temple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Penn State and then Ohio State. Because I I lived there then. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Don't let her bore you with her stories. <laughs> didn't, didn't Cosby go to Temple? Uh, yeah, I met him when I was there. A lot I'll of people don't remember. Did. They have fuzzy memories of him being there for some reason. Particularly the women. Their nether regions hurt after the <laughs> next day. <laughs> Jello smeared but, all over their bodies. But, but Eddie Murphy shouldn't swear in his stand up act. Scumbag. Yes. <laughs> what you got? You can't be a swear, and you gotta, you gotta just give him the roofie and the jello pudding. <laughs> but I never swore when I was raping these women. Yeah. How do you feel about Cosby? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, rape is a hilarious subject. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as a as a kid growing up, my dad, uh, I loved him growing up. Would would really so I was I'm from Pennsylvania, and we would push two people on me as like people you should idolize. So, if you're gonna have idols, it was Bill Cosby and Joe Paterno. Fucked and, up, Dad. Uh, <laughs> Didn't work out. Yeah, neither one of them. He was zero for two. Didn't I'll, age well. I'll still go to bat with Joe for Joe Paterno, but uh, yeah, Cosby he, he not so much. He knew for sure. He knew. He'd reported it multiple times. Cosby, he fired uh, him from the program, and the the trustees invited him back. Huh. Jerry Sandusky. Not yeah. very not very trustworthy. They're not. <laughs> exactly. It's weird. I don't like Jerry Sandusky, but I do like Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. Well, I like Cedar Point. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like, here's the thing with Sandusky, is you trust anybody at Cedar Point, though? Yeah, no, most my carnies, so probably I say, not. Yeah, I say carnies are the most trustworthy people you can have. I ride the rides. That's about as trustworthy I, as you get. Oh wait, wait, wait! I got an interjective story. With, like Jer- Jerry Sandusky, where it just sounds like a bunch of clown, you know, like you know, like clowns and stuff like that. Why would anyone trust him to begin with? <laughs> That's actually. It's a fair point. That was Dominic. I got a story of a carny story. Um, I took Sydney when she was uh, little to probably the Solon uh, Fair, whatever that yeah. was called. Yeah, I know. The and home show? The home, fair. yeah. Solon yeah. home days, yeah, with the fair and all that. They bring in the carnies. and Home show is a totally and... different thing. So I'm, yeah, right. So I'm, I'm waiting. Home days is what I was thinking. Yeah, I was kidding. Yeah. So I was waiting for, uh, waiting for Sydney to get off whatever ride she was on, and the carnies uh, comes up to me, and he's like, you know, he's making small talk. He's like, got any idea where I can get some pot? <laughs> so I couldn't resist at the time. At the time, I was a 911 operator. <laughs> so I had to uh, take out my wallet and show him my badge and tell him he should really be more careful about what he says to people. <laughs> he turned uh, a little less, a little more pasty than he already was. You're lucky he didn't murder you. Yeah, I am lucky that he didn't murder me. No good story begins with, I, I met a carny, or <laughs> I went out with a carny. You, I agree with you. There are well, <laughs> not that if that you're a carny listening bad. to this show, we love you. Right, uh, right. carnies are the best. Yeah, yeah. use code blindsided for ten percent off code. What code carny for ten percent off blindsided merchandise? There we go. Or blindsided or Blind, blindsided. Blindsided. Yeah, either one. We own both. Well, websites. if I had read it, I wouldn't have stumbled over <laughs> right. it. It was me trying to think on a fly. A the little fly. fun game to play, like after you're at like a carnival like that. If you see a carny from far away, play a game called Guess How Many Fingers. How many teeth? Oh, oh fingers. I was thinking they're teeth. Always, they're always missing a finger or two. It's <laughs> yeah. always fun as you're walking up and you sort of look. <laughs> Don't they have extra fingers? 
<laughs> and they might start with 12, but they're always between five and eight uh, after a couple of years on the road. That's, uh, that's how you know they're going to grow up to be a carny. They have a couple extra fingers. <laughs> oh, my son's a carny. He can afford to lose a couple. I thought they had extra fingers. Polydactyly, it's called. Oh, nice. Common among carnies. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm reading. Do you get that from Wiki Carney? That's funny. WikiCarney.com. So, uh, Bear, you got anything? That was it. Just that, that was it? Just that really... Just the uh, carny you know, thing. That was I, good. I played it, and I was like, oh, man, that was really rough. I'm feeling terrible about it right now. Well, a little bit of a time crunch because I'm all out of sorts today. <laughs> out of sorts. Yeah. So we planned this trip. We're going to go to movie premiere, which I never go to my movie premieres, which I... If, which which uh, movie premiere? Uh, for the Forest Hills, which okay. Felissa was in. Uh, so if she had come on today, I would have t- asked her about that. Yeah. Um, Edward Furlong, or Furlong, Furlong and, and Shelley Duvall. Duvall and, so yeah. I, yeah, I would have asked her, uh, you, you know, because I'm in it too. So before uh, you tell your and, story. And actually, when the director was looking for someone to play <laughs> that part, uh, myself and a couple other people, uh, our buddy Xander included, all said, Phyllis is your person for this oh, part. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah. But anyways, where, go Where ahead. are we going to be able to watch this movie and when? Uh, not sure yet because it doesn't have a distribution deal. So oh, right bad. now it's just Sorry. these two two showings this weekend, um, which by the time this airs will be like three years ago. Um, but so we're all supposed to drive out together. We rented a van because we figured between all of us wasn't going to be enough room. And then Tuesday I get a email that I got a call back for a national commercial, but I have to go to New York City. And we were trying to figure out, do we drive there, go to New York City? But I hate driving in the city. And so anyways, now I got to fly out on the early flight tomorrow. Fingers crossed that it leaves on time. Uh, Go there, do this audition, call back, and then uh, take a train to somewhat near where the Airbnb is going to be in New Jersey. So, yeah, it's sort of thrown the the day off. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways... I couldn't pass it up. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Good luck on the callback. Thanks. It, it's a good role for me. Playing an idiot. Oh, typecasting. Yeah. I'm no one says that. that about you as far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, so in, anyways, not in your presence. Right? Uh, the, everything I plotted I was going to do for today's podcast, I was just like, nope, can't. Can't concentrate. And look, it worked mm. out perfect anyway. It did. It did. I showed up late. I apologize for that. It worked out. Um because you know, and the and both the kids want to do karaoke tonight, mm. which I was oh. going to skip. Oh, you are going to karaoke for a little bit, which I was going to skip, but I guess we're in. So, Dave, do you want to do one? Am I an asshole? And I will we'll do wrap it one. Up. Am I an asshole? And that'll make Mama T happy because she doesn't want too many right. of them. But I'm going to call it this week. It's going to be Am I a butthead? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. My kid is having a my kid's class is having a pizza party today for the last week. Her teacher. Wow. Bad punctuation. <laughs> oh, this so is my favorite part. class is having a pizza party. <laughs> my favorite part. Today. And for the last week, our teacher has been asking for parents to send $5 for it. My kid has disordered eating to do ment- due to mental health issues and uh, that I won't be getting into. She's currently in therapy uh, for this and other issues. So she doesn't like pizza. She will eat breadsticks sometimes, but only if it is a specific kind from a specific restaurant. They are not ordering from the specific restaurant, and I would not request for the teacher uh, to have them make that to my kid's liking. That would be rude and selfish. On top of that, my kid is lactose intolerant, so eating pizza would give her a tummy ache anyways. I explained this all to the teacher in an email stating I wouldn't be sending in money because my kid can't slash won't eat pizza. I made sure to pack my kid a lunch, which which is what I do every day, considering her disordered eating. Her teacher replied saying that not not sending in money wasn't an option, but that if my kid didn't want to eat pizza, she didn't have to. I'm not sending money in for a pizza party that my kid can't participate in. Sure, $5 isn't a lot of money, but if you're poor AF... Uh, I'm not going to tell Mrs. T what that means. If you're poor... When you're poor AF, it's it's not nothing. Does this make me the butthead? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Does anybody see the butthead in this picture? It's the teacher. 
she should she should she should be aware of her students' needs and not make a student feel outcasted. Yeah. And second, I, I, school, I hate like the pizza party thing, and I hate like the Valentine's Day and all that stuff that always ends up Somebody's excluding somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have a pizza party. And it sounds like the parent was like, "Have your pizza party," but my yeah. kid can't participate. Right, you and know, I'll pack her lunch. Don't make her feel bad about it. I'll pack her lunch. She'll be fine. She she she's aware of her disorder, and she will uh, muddle through. She's not the the parent isn't saying, "Don't have your pizza party." I think as the as the parent of a child with food allergies, I think you nailed it right there. It's you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. If I had you know, if I had five bucks and it wasn't a big deal for me because I'm not poor AF, you know, then maybe I'd give the five bucks. But I think it's BS. Yeah. There's really no scenario where the school should have an extra party that. <laughs> Donating is mandatory. Right. Yeah. Because it's no longer donating. They are being charged for something. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it's the flip side of it. So, like, my niece is a teacher. And every year before school starts, she sends out a blast to all of her friends, you know, friends and family, and on and on. She's like, hey, I'm buying school supplies because the kids don't have them. And because and, the school can't pay for them. Yeah. Yes. And so she'll raise 2000 bucks, go to Target, and really buy everything on the list for her entire classroom. Mm -hmm. And then the kids that show up with things, great. And the kids that don't, they have Their everything stuff. ready. Yeah. And then when they run out, they have more. And then she does it again sort of after the holidays, saying, hey, by the way, and she'll raise another 1500 2000 bucks. So, it, you know. That's a like, different scenario. It's a different sure. scenario. But this, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's, it's, I always find it interesting when you sort of try and, like, all, all cops are bad. Mm -hmm. well, they're not, you know, and all teachers aren't good. Like I had a teacher who was horrible. She was horrible yeah. and yelled yep. and screamed and hit you and smacked you. And like, I would tell my mom and she just like, didn't sort of believe me. And then three years later, she like hit a kid, broke his jaw and then got fired. Holy oddly enough. Cow. Um, she was really, really mean. This is fourth grade. Did you go to Catholic um, school? No, 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 no. Just checking. Um, I would have been thrown out of that. Uh, <laughs> For obvious reasons. Oh, you um, damn penguins. So, uh, yeah. Now, the flip side of it, I have a daughter with a, with a severe food allergy, and so she has celiacs and can't eat any gluten. And so every – we make it clear very – like before school starts, by the way, send a note to the teacher. Here's her food allergy. This is what she can eat, what she can't eat. And then anytime you're having anything, let us know. Read and us we, the ingredients. We, we pack her something similar. That's what like we on, did too. On If they're having a pizza party – we send in a gluten-free pizza. And my wife will either drop it off at the front desk or send something so she can eat what everybody else is eating. Um, I mean, it sounds like she could have just got the breadsticks. Uh, again, it's, you know, but the flip side of it is it's five bucks. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. I uh, Yeah, I mean, but I, I, it, I get it. It's just five bucks. But if my kid's not participating in it, why am I paying five bucks right. for somebody yes. else? Right. Yeah. Uh, Whereas school supplies, it's different to me because I, I'm aware that we're contributing to the people in our class who I know probably couldn't afford their and kids' and school, happily su school doing supplies. It. Yeah, but for my kid to contribute to a pizza party, which is extra, I don't understand. It, it should never be mandatory. Yeah, and the teacher shouldn't yeah. really respond like that. The, and the honestly, should pay for the teacher should pay for it if she wants. It the pizza yeah, party. my suspicion right. is that the mom sort of made the mandatory part up. And uh, mm -hmm. just to make her side of the story sound better. Because well, the mom sounds like a horrible that person. That would make her a butthead. <laughs> yeah. She really, I mean, just, uh, you know, your read of it didn't impact or uh, her, and her punctuation it almost didn't make sense. me think less of her. But she really sounds like a whiny, crying, but complaining person. Her lack of punctuation made me think, well, maybe she is poor as F. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Can't even afford a comma. All right. Of course, we had it tough. <laughs> when I was a kid, teachers would punch me in the face, kick me in the balls <laughs> first thing in the morning. You were homeschooled? And you I thought <laughs> you had it tough. <laughs> My family lived in a shoebox in the middle of the road. Luxury. I had a Luxury. teacher accuse me of cheating on a hearing test. <laughs> like, what was so we had a teacher who my aunt went to school with and this teacher knew that I knew about her past which was she was a slut and 
she and another math teacher were having an affair, and I also knew about that. So, how did you how did you come to know such things? Oh, I just happened to know these things. I see, and <laughs> and I think she was acutely aware I knew these things. So she accused me of cheating on a hearing test. She sent me to the principal and everything. I was like, "How am I cheating on a hearing test? And why would I?" <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like one of those pretty, mandatory yeah. tests you do. Where you beep beep. Yeah, and I heard that. that. Raise that hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was good times. That was like fifth or sixth grade. Mrs. King. Yeah, she sounds awful. She was. Yep. She was the worst. Or maybe a fun date, though. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like she was. <laughs> Super fun. Date with a happy ending. All right. Anybody else got anything else? I got kids I got to take care of tonight. All right. So I'm right looking on. at these neat signs that you were talking about. Yep. Are these really seventy nine fifty each? No. Is it twenty nine fifty? I think it was twenty nine fifty for the four. Eighteen twenty three. That's pesos. Yeah. It just. All right, folks. Jackson, thanks for coming again. Oh, good to see you, Jackson. Barry, great to see you again. Thanks. Good I, to be here. I, don't listen to the comment where I said maybe he's with Scott. <laughs> um, what is going on with Scott? He's with. He's. I don't know. I'm starting to doubt his uh, his, his dedication. Commitment. Yeah, yeah. He'll come back when we have like. Uh, let's just make up. We had somebody like he would really want to talk to, like Bradley Cooper, Survivor or, Man. Yeah, and we'll just say, oh, he should have been there. Anyways, thank you all for coming. We'll do it again next week, and then the week after might not happen. Probably not. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>